You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, King of the Casters. I'm your host, N.B. Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Producer Jasper has been locked in a cage because he bit my fucking arm. (laughs) It's okay. He's a dog and he just got excited. (laughs) So today we are talking about, uh, we're talking, we're also, again, we're away from the traditional Godzilla movies right now that Mm. we've been, uh, pouring over, uh. And we're at a, a new piece, a new type of media to, to consume Godzilla through this time around. A television show. Yeah, it's the first one. Godzilla Singular Point. Well, it's not the first Godzilla show. But, like, for our show. It's the first one we've done. Yep. Go, 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 Godzilla! Zilla. Woo! But yeah, Godzilla Singular Point is a anime, a new anime uh, that's first season was premiering weekly in japan uh since like april and all of it went up uh internationally uh including for us you know us fucking weebs over here (laughs) in america uh with uh are you a weeb if you're if it's not anime if it's just other japanese stuff if you're a weeb i like i think you mean an, an otaku but like an otaku is like super obsessed with everything. Okay, but, but like, I think a weeb is just like anime. Any, like okay, weeb, weeb is short for weeaboo. So is that that's just anime? I am not certain. I think if I remember right, I think a weeaboo is less obsessed than an otaku is. Okay, if I remember correctly. But yeah, so because I don't, like I don't know, weebs are usually thought of with anime obsession, but I'm pretty indifferent on the genre. Even though I love Godzilla movies, which are live-action Japanese film, and I love Kurosawa, because I'm a pretentious prick. But uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's beside the point, though. We're here to talk Clifford the Big Red Dog. Exactly. We fooled ya. We got ya. Nah, we're just taking it as a side note. But the when the time of this video being recorded, the official Clifford the Big Red Dog trailer had just dropped. Yes, and don't worry, folks. Uh, it Clifford hasn't lost his edge. It's rated PG. It's not G. <laughs> it's not baby stuff. It's oh, yeah. PG for improper humor. <laughs> yeah, you thought you were gonna get polite, old, dainty, high society Clifford. No, Clifford is the working class <laughs> dog who drinks a beer after work and. And goes out with the boys. Exactly. <laughs> Who's who becomes large through a magic tear. Yeah, as John Cleese states in the trailer, when asked how big Clifford's gonna get, John Cleese says it depends on how much you love him. Yep. So remember that, kids listening to our adult godzilla podcast (laughs) if your dog is normal sized or smaller it's because you have a hole where your heart should be oh no just a black pit Mm. of despair Mm. and you don't love that dog because he's not big and he's not red (laughs) no you've got a small shitty brown dog (laughs) yeah especially those chihuahuas what i mean chihuahuas suck love out of a room (laughs) That's why they're so small by this film logic. Um, so so I, well, I did see, I'm guessing you have seen the entire trailer? Yes. I have. I, uh, and, I've watched um, it multiple times. I am shocked at how bad the CG of the dog is in that movie. Wait, are you telling me that Clifford's not real? Shit. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> I was just joking around with you, man. I was just joking with you. Like, you know, like, uh... Yeah, it's just a big old joke, you know? Like, I said it was CG as, like, a funny little thing, and I'm glad you picked up on that. He's, he's real, and, uh, yeah, he's real. It's, it's just, you, do, you can't see him, because, like, you know, he's real big, and, like, he lives in, like, I don't know, Midwest or somewhere. Remember, if you're... Every Clifford miss, if you've been a good little boy or girl, Clifford will... Will stomp down your house. 
<laughs> I was gonna go grosser. If you've been a good little boy or girl, Clifford will rain glorious pee down <laughs> upon you. His glorious Clifford stream um, like a fire hose. Oh my goodness. Um, and if you've been a bad little boy or girl, you're you get getting a dookie. You're, you're getting get... a big dookie. Big Clifford dookie. I saw online, someone did the math. And yep. so Clifford would have to shit 600 kilograms of shit a day. Kilograms. Uh, what's that in American speak? So, put that this way. Let me get that calculator out. A, so, think of a kilo. Like, think of like a kilo, like a brick of cocaine. As I often do, yes. Okay, it's... You've seen movies. You okay. know what a brick of cocaine Okay, like. I looked it up. It is... Oh, 1,322 pounds. Yes. That is over half a ton yes. of poop every day. Yeah. That would be... That is an incredible... That's incredible uh, terror to inflict. And he's just a puppy. He's just a puppy. He's not a full dog. But don't worry. As the teaser did, you know, last now, he he's getting bigger. Yes. So That's we see like him threat. at, like, mid-tier size... Yeah. By the end of that movie, Clifford, Clifford is gonna, you know, break the Chrysler building out of the ground like it's a bone and run off and dig a hole for it. Yes, and it's gonna be like 50 casualties immediately. Like, Clifford will have a body count in that movie. Yes, the Red Reaper will strike. We already saw, like, no confirmed deaths, but two, but... We saw two situations where it's highly unlikely that people are walking away from that. <laughs> so first, in the trailer, there's a scene where there are two people uh, playing around in, you know, those giant inflatable hamster ball things. Yep. And Clifford plays fetch with them, which includes throwing one up in the air, like t- uh, 15 feet. Yep. And then popping another one ball and throwing that guy against a tree yeah so like instant fatality (laughs) yes and then clifford eats a pug he has to spit it out he does spit it out Mm -hmm. but clifford and like it's not like at first like it looks like oh it might have just been an act a little accidental shenanigans and clifford spits him out but then the Amer the aloof american big brother uncle or whatever that role is Mm -hmm. uh he says, oh god, we need to feed him. And that's how the trailer ends. <laughs> yeah. So Clifford was gonna eat that dog. <laughs> he's gonna munch it down. And he's just a puppy. If I'm, I did not watch the... I, I'm not a Clifford uh, massive uh, cultural stan of Clifford the Big Red Dog. But if I remember correctly, he's a full-grown dog in the, in the show. He is. Okay, so he's going to get bigger and he's going to go toe-to-toe with godzilla in the upcoming universal film (laughs) obviously exactly people before we proceed i need to make a promise to you right now Mm -hmm. clifford the big red dog and this episode will come out before it comes out yes is premiering on september 17th that's enough time for brandon and i to make our arrangements take off work we will watch the movie opening night we will record the episode opening night, and we will release that episode opening night. So if it comes out on the 17th, are we saying that the episode is coming out the 17th? Maybe the, maybe the 18th at 1 a.m. <laughs> yes. I, I don't think we'll do much editing on that episode. I think it's the fun will be live <laughs> takes, baby. Live takes. We'll see it. We'll head back to your or my house, and we will give our live unfiltered at least an hour of Clifford content. Yes. We shall see this in a movie theater. If yeah. it is an IMAX, maybe we will see it in IMAX. <laughs> we do not know yet, but we are going to see this movie in theaters, and we will post an episode about it immediately at its yeah. release. We, you will prepare for the Cliffording. Exactly. The Cliffording is upon us. It is upon us, and I still just... The CG on that dog is so... It looks like 2011. So I'm going to make a prediction right now. Okay. To, so I think that 
at one point, uh, we don't know who the bad guy of the Clifford movies. I guarantee you, it's the Arrested Development guy. Which Arrested Development guy? Buster. Oh yeah, Tony Hale's in the trailer. I forgot. I got a feeling so, he's going to be the villain. So him or one of his henchmen, at one point, is going to get peed on by Clifford. Mm. That's just that's that improper humor coming. That is that yeah. working class Clifford. <laughs> is part of the proletariat humor <laughs> coming in clutch for us. Yes. I'm going to raise one and say, in this film, there is going to be at least one... I, I got a feeling there's going to be a a poop joke. Okay. There's going to be a poop joke on screen or off screen. I think they may not be able to show it on screen. We will see. There's going to be a... They'll show it on screen. Joke. This ain't no G baby joint, baby. <laughs> this is P motherfucking G. <laughs> okay. I think there'll be a poop on screen. I think they will be... They will pee at some point. But you're not going to see it come out. You're going to see, like, the stream of the guy or something. Yeah. And you're going to get a fart. You're going to get a big fart and a, and a burp and a sneeze. You're going to get everything this dog can do that's relating to anything coming out of those either holes. Okay, I'm going to make a real wild swing for the fences now, then. Okay, alright, I'm scared. Okay. I don't, I don't like okay. where this is going. I can see <laughs> Nolan's face, and I'm scared. Okay, so... Clifford's going to be having a fun little rampage. Okay. But then, as he's rolling around, he's going to stop and stare up and sit reverentially... <laughs> Looking at the building before him, and it will be a ch- a church for our Lord and Savior <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because Clifford can have fun. Clifford can do goofs, but Clifford takes one thing seriously, and that is Jesus H Christ. <laughs> okay, okay. Three people in his <laughs> life that Clifford will always show respect to. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I gotta feel... I mean, I guess Clifford's gonna tear down some things at his full size in that finale. That's my that's my, that's my lower theory <laughs> compared to that. Is a building is coming down through Gr- Clifford's actions <laughs> at some point. Nobody's gonna be in it. It's gonna be like, oh, this abandoned building! But a building's coming down. This he's big. So... I am excited for September seventeenth, and we're gonna have we're gonna schedule it where that episode is going to be the most recent one we post for that time. Yeah, we're immediately we're gonna goof and we're gonna gaff and like maybe that will be an episode where we're not entirely sober. We shall see, <laughs> but it is going to be there. Um. So, anyways, um, other channel update things other than Clifford. Uh, this is the first episode we're recording. With our new uh, schedule of posting weekly. So, it's exciting. Episodes will have been coming out weekly for a while now, by the time you hear this. So, like, for you guys, it's like, whoop-dee-doo, tell us something (laughs) we don't know. Fuck off, guys. We're... You may be from the future, but we're we're caught up with you now. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck you, future man. (laughs) We gotcha. We gotcha. Oh my goodness. But... It's a, it'll be nice to have some episodes uploaded because we want to make sure that we can make some more relevant episodes if we want to for the schedule, like Clifford, yeah. the Big Red Dog. We want to make sure that we can have that available. Uh, we want to try to get this uh, singular point, these episodes, out right after these Mothra ones. Yeah. Like, try to structure it where we can try to post things around when stuff releases. Yeah. So, uh, we, should, we should probably talk Singular Point at this point. Oh, yes. So, S- Singular Point is on Netflix. It is 13 episodes long and about, like, 24-ish minutes each. We are going to be talking about the first seven of them in this episode. So, if you care about spoilers, uh, if you're a Godzilla fan, you already watched Singular Point by the time this comes out. And if not, then you don't give a shit about spoilers. Uh, yeah. And I, I guess... Our winning personalities are why you're listening to this? I mean, no problem there. Good on you. So, you're yes. wrong, but good <laughs> on you. Uh, so yes, we are recording this. We have just watched uh, the first seven episodes. We are at the start of episode eight, but we haven't seen it. 
So we have not watched the whole series season yet. So yeah. our thoughts and discussions will be based on those first seven episodes. We do not have any idea what's going to happen in the in the rest of it. Yeah. So we can make some theories and predictions, but we do not know. So a brief idea of what Singular Point is. It's an anime. Uh, takes place in the year 2030. Uh, and within it, this team it's a complicated plot so the very bare bones of what the pitch is is a team of scientists who are building a uh, who built a jet jaguar robot uh the classic kaiju jet jaguar defender of humanity uh and because their boss mr o uh is convinced that monsters are coming and everyone thinks he's just a kooky old man uh but then monsters they fucking come they do and a lot of them and you know what you know what these monsters they do stuff they do but, a lot of stuff but what do that monster do brandon okay so we're going to go through there is a up until episode the end of episode seven there are multiple kaiju that appear there is not just one there's quite a few of them and we can make our way down the list here by thinking the first kaiju we see is Rodan. And Rodan... Well, technically it's a Jet Jaguar. Oh, yeah, it is. Well, we can talk about Rodan first, though, because yeah. you, were, you were bumped to talk about that. Yes. So I want to say I want to say Jet Jaguar for last because he's my favorite one. Okay, we but, can't save him for last. <laughs> yes. So Rodan is the first monster that appears. And Rodan looks a lot different than his traditional you know, Toho appearance. He looks a lot more like a... They even say it in the show. He looks a lot more like a Quetzalcoatlus, which is that giant pterodactyl creature that's, like, one of the biggest ones around and has, like, the giant crest on the head. And he looks... He looks way more like an actual dinosaur does. So... And he's also a lot smaller that we noticed. He... I think Nolan brought up a good point where he said the monsters we've seen so far are very much like Jurassic Park sized other than like the sea creatures that we'll get into, but they're not, they're not hundreds of feet tall. They're like what? 25, 30 guess. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, they're like, they're big, obviously. I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to be caught alone with one. Yeah. Except for maybe one of those sexy little Rodans. Wink. <laughs> it's the last day of pride month you will not yuck my yum today sir no <laughs> oh no no one's that, like yum not yuck oh god that that uh, is a joke everyone i don't want to fuck a rodan oh please yes i would for really sexual attraction reasons as a power play i totally want to oh, fuck a rodan oh no <laughs> Just to show off. Oh my goodness. You're telling me you would not fuck a dinosaur, Brandon. It's no a, one could it, ever hold a candle to you if you fucked a dinosaur. It's an animal. It's a dinosaur. It's an animal. It's a dinosaur. It's not an animal. It's a majestic no creature. One. You you can you're you can make that same argument for like an elephant. <laughs> What is the difference between an elephant and a dinosaur, fuckwise? What is the difference, Nolan? One doesn't exist anymore. One is imbued <laughs> with mythological power. It's like fucking a dragon, but they actually but, existed at one point. Oh my goodness! It's like it'd be like fucking a woolly mammoth. You could say it'd make the same thing. You're like, yes, and it is. You know what? Woolly, yeah, exactly. I and would you know fuck what, a woolly mammoth. And you know what woolly mammoths turn into? Elephants. <laughs> okay, but you know. <laughs> monkeys turned into humans and i wouldn't fuck a monkey but i would fuck a human <laughs> so, wait so evolution wait 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you just flipped it so that for my argument you would fuck an elephant but you wouldn't fuck a holy man <laughs> no i'm saying that different things at different points in time are different things i would fuck a dinosaur not from attraction i'm not like looking at those stegosaurus and say damn baby move those plates but i would fuck a dinosaur for the pure power of it every 
sex is about power to quote Oscar Wilde. And the most power you could get would be getting down and dirty with that T-Rex anus, okay? Anyways, Rodan. <laughs> I just got to him looking like a pterodactyl. <laughs> I or a, a, a pterosaur. That's where I was. That's all I got to. Um. Okay, if I go to the next monster, do you want to fuck that one too? <laughs> Which one? We'll get there. Okay, so, um, yeah, so it's a so, you know it's a red looking kind of Quetzalcoatlus, a little bigger than that, but lots of sharp teeth, tons of sharp teeth. Um, doesn't have like any special power things like other kaiju's do. Like, you know, not massive, like, nowhere in the series so far has one, you know, flown their wings and giant gushes of air, like in the classic monster, or the classic kaiju movies with Rodan. So it's more of a, I would say it's more of a grounded take on the kaiju so far, where they don't nearly have as many powers until we get to Angiris. So, so, moving way down, then we would have the, there's Rodan, and then there is... Angiris, we'll go to that one. And Angiris is, remember, it's the same monster from, it's Godzilla's friend, Angiris. It's the one that looks kind of like an Ankylosaurus, but a little different, a little more spiky. And he's hella spiky. He is a lot, he's way spikier in this. He is. Like, in the usually, yeah, he's got tons of crazy looking, like, sharp, curved spikes, which is cool. And he's about the size of, like, like a big truck. And then he gets yeah. even bigger at the end. But, um,. He's got a really good design because he's kind of just like a big bear-looking monster with spikes all along his back like a, a shell and then like a sharp, you know, uh, clawed tail with, or got claws on the tail and big claws on his hands. And he has a power of reflecting things, as can be seen in the show when the guys are shooting at him with bullets and then like he's able to do something with his armor with his uh, spikes on his back to like deflect it back at them so that happens and it's a really cool thing to see and then um Zer- let's see Zeringa right Sarunga Zerunga Zer- with an S Sarunga yeah Sarunga okay so Sarunga is kind of like a Chimera looking hot kaiju kind of it looks heavily inspired by some like classic Japanese monster designs from like woodprints <laughs> you know what he looked like to me what you know, in Scooby-Doo, the live-action film, when Scrappy-Doo oh, no. starts turning into a half-monster thing, yeah, that's what he looked like to me. Because <laughs> he's, you know, like the combination of Scrappy and the weird lanky things that have been attacking everyone, uh, yeah. that is exactly what Sarunga looked like to me. Yeah, so you know, it's a quadruped, um... All of these are, except for the Rodan. And they're really fun, and Zeringa's there. And then there's these, like, water creature things. Water snake creatures. Mandas. Mandas, yeah. I guess they're a mainstay of the series. So They, they have, like, appearances in the series. They're not, like... It's not, like, a Ghidorah-level creature. Okay. Yeah, so... So far, a lot of the monsters we've been seeing in the series have been from previous Godzilla movies. Yeah. So it's been interesting to see them all sort of come in and have their own sort of flair in their designs. Yeah. There is so the those Sarunga's ones are cool. the only uh, original one though, right? So far, I yeah. think I don't think there'll be that many new kaiju's now. Yeah. I feel like we don't. We'll see, but we're in the back half. They have to start focusing up. Yeah. So we're halfway through, and then the last ones we see is there's sort of a red-looking Godzilla creature. It's called Godzilla. It's got Godzilla's theme. It looks nothing like Godzilla. It looks like a, like, it looks like... Like a fish Godzilla. Like a fish monster. It looks like that, the dinosaur from uh, from Jurassic World in the tank. The Leo Pluridon? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. Oh, I love Leo Pluridon. Happy he finally got his Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But it's, um... He's a really interesting. Yeah. That thing's interesting. Yeah, we think that it can't be Godzilla because like it's called Godzilla. So, yeah. but and a big plot point is the things can evolve. 
like at will, which is an evolution, yeah. but they're calling it evolve. It's so just we're adapting. Stick with that. But yeah, so I and we've seen in the title sequence and in the promotional material a Godzilla that looks a lot closer and more recognizably like our Goji. Yeah. So uh, I don't, I don't think it's its final form. I think he's gonna be transforming. Yeah. Well, I it, think it's here's the thing. I think so, but there are those bones in the basement. Yeah, there are the bones from the 1954 Godzilla that dies in the original Godzilla movie, which it's we'll talk really about when we talk about plot stuff later. Yes, we can get into that later, but I do want to just bring up overall the kaiju themselves. Yeah. They, so far in the series, the kaiju, you know, kaiju are CG. They are 3D monsters in this anime series. They look so much fucking better they do look than the, the anime movie oh we saw. then fucking planet of the monsters fucking film with its it's bad stuff yeah because i think the differences are that cg is a tool cg is a tool like any other and you you know if you're just using it to be lazy it's going to come off that way and in planet of the monsters godzilla doesn't have it does not look like he has even has textures on him, which looks really bad because he just looks like a plain black material with like light shining on it. Yeah. Same with the other monsters with different colored materials, and it looks bad. It does not fit with the rest of the environment. Soon. So. And, and, five more minutes. So, and, and we're sorry, Coben, friend of the podcast, and my five year old orphan son. <laughs> But yeah, Planet of the Monsters sucked, dude. This was good, Coben. I'm sorry, Coben. Oh, poor Coben. But the difference is that in this film, the Kai, or sorry, the series, the the 3D kaiju have handmade textures on them, which adds a lot to it because the handmade textures make them fit in so much better into the world of the of the series where. They do look more stylized. They did focus more on the the cell shading and the like how the lighting would apply with things and the great textures they gave to the 3D models to give them that sort of more 2D appearance. And I think they also like made the frame rate work better with the anime. So just overall, it was a better implementation significantly from the movie. And um, yeah, we're going to take our break right now. But when we get back, we're going to talk about our favorite kaiju in this whole thing so far, my boy, Jet, Jet Jaguar! Jaguar! Woo! We're gonna go to a trailer. Don't know what it'll be. We re- we edit these much later. Woo! Catch you in a minute. Mm. I love sushi. I love Japan. Period. Mm-hmm. The tea ceremonies. Gerard. Oh, yeah. Garugamesh. Oh yeah. yeah. I love anime. Yeah. And manga. Oh, and gaming. Oh, yeah. yeah. DDR. Don't just talk about it. Check out SakuraCon. April 10 through 12. Check SakuraCon.org for all the details. And we are back after uh, a dinner break for both of us. Getting some food. So uh I know we promised we'd go right into Jet Jaguar. But get what well, guess what? Uh Blue balls, motherfucker. Because uh, no. we're going to backtrack real quick. Because there's something I didn't get to say about uh, the Godzilla design that we currently have uh, that I found really interesting. And that's... Uh, so we haven't done any films from the Heizai era yet of, of Godzilla films. Mm. That's the middle era. I guess not middle anymore. Well, so the Heizai era is the middle era. Well, not quite the middle era. Uh because now there are four eras, so mm. I guess the middle era is a non-existent era, but uh, <laughs> just the years between uh, the Heizai and the mil- and the Millennium uh, era. But uh, I'm fucking rambling. <laughs> so uh, originally, so they eventually went with a more traditional Godzilla design for the Heizai era, but originally, the design we see for Godzilla in this, besides being uh, pink. Mm-hmm. Is exactly what the uh, Heizai era's original design looked like. Really, they were gonna do a radical redesign of Godzilla. 
Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And that period was what, like the eighties ish, or yeah, it's like it's the late seventies through the eighties. Really? Okay. Yeah. So they didn't imagine. go through with it, but that was originally the idea. Ah, so perhaps that's going to be what happens in the in the series where in the rest of the season this godzilla changes into the one we know about based off of the adaptation we've seen in the other monsters yeah i don't think it's uh likely to amount to much but i think yeah. i do think that's a cool thing now it's time for the one the only roll jet jag War! <laughs> Seamless! Seamless! Keeping it in! Let's go! <laughs> yes! Jet Jaguar is so fucking awesome in this series so far. I adore him. Nolan adores him. He's beautiful. We love him. He's so... Pathetic and janky. Exactly. It makes him so good. <laughs> like, the thing <laughs> is, is that in these kaiju movies so far, we've seen, like, it's kind of... How the robots work is kind of boring and basic in a way where I, we haven't seen the Mecha Godzilla movie yet, but you know, he's just a perfectly functioning robot Godzilla. He's of the same size of him. The fact that they're a robot doesn't really come into account for the fights more just like, oh, he shoots a laser out of his something. And like, even then, most of the living ones shoot a laser out of their something. Yeah. So there's not that much to distinguish them. One of the robots from one of the monster kaiju. They're no, basically Gai the same. Gigan Gigan's a living kaiju, and he has a chainsaw <laughs> in his belly. Yeah, so there's very little to distinguish, like, the more mechanical kaijus from the other ones. But in the first fight of the series, like, Jet Jaguar fights um, Rodan, and, like, Jet Jaguar gets, like, his arm ripped off, and he keeps fighting. And it's really interesting, because he's commanded, um, he's actually kind of like more like, a, up until the most recent episode, he is piloted by Mr. Otaki, who's yeah. an old man that we absolutely adore. We love this guy. And it's so, what I really appreciate about Jet Jaguar is he's so lo-fi in his construction. Yeah. He's kind of shitty, and it makes him so much, the personality of him is dripping with things. Compared to if he was just a generic robot that a company built. Like, he doesn't have... And one of the coolest features, I think, of his design is... He looks kind of like a normal... He His head looks like the Jet Jaguar, you know? Where it's kind of... You know, he's got the fin. He's got the, the silver metal look and the big blue eyes. But his body is kind of like lo-fi robot construction. Like, he's got a big, thick, broad chest and kind of thin arms. With, like, only a couple fingers on them. And, like, kind of weak legs that later turn into tire tracks when he gets his ass handed to him. Yeah. And it's so interesting because the old guy's controlling him. And you would think that, you know, oh, it's a big metal robot. It's going to have, like, advanced crazy laser tech and all that stuff. And it's a real steel robot yeah. from the Hue the Hewithy Jackman uh, classic <laughs> Real steel. Yes. Like, he doesn't have a... One of the coolest things from the ser from the fight so far is... Mr. Otaki's driving the robot, like, riding the robot. Like, he's controlling him, and he's getting his ass handed to him by Rodan. And at one point, Rodan is... Grabs the metal grate on uh, Jet Jaguar's chest. Because he doesn't have, like, a glass panel there to protect him. It's just, like, an old steel grate, and it's so good. It's, like, the front... Of, like, have you ever been on the zipper? I know you have, but ha yeah. have you folks listening at home ever been to a county fair and been on the zipper? Mm. It's one of those cage gates. <laughs> it's so good. And, like, the kaiju just rips the gate off. And, like, this robot just keeps fighting. And he has, like, one appendage left. And he keeps going. And, like, it's it's so much more personality than what we're used to from a lot of um, from kaijus. Like, the robots and i love it it's so good and like he keeps getting and it's so cool as the series goes on he keeps adapting and the, the robot gets better over time mm -hmm. and i'm i'm excited to see um the end game for jet jaguar in this series because he's got a big old spear now and it's pretty cool any more design stuff you want to talk about um 
I mean, Jet Jaguar is also a CG creature, and it's good CG, as I said before. Like, it is very well implemented 3D, and I think it's a good choice they made because there's so many kaiju in this in this series. Yeah, there are. Especially the flocks of Rodan, and I think it was a very good choice to use 3D in this scenario. Yeah, we didn't mention it, but there are, like, hundreds of Rodans in this series yeah so it's i just love jet jaguar is my favorite kaiju in this whole series so far yeah so now is where we usually go on a commercial break but uh we already did our commercial break because uh, we ran we were going along with our uh <laughs> what that monster do so and uh that clifford uh breakdown <laughs> yeah so uh we're just gonna jump right into story stuff oh yeah and let's do the story stuff so i'm gonna Break down the story of each episode, and we'll stop as we go. Oh yeah, let's do so, it. So, episode one. A bunch of stuff I don't really understand is happening with uh, with corporate espionage mm. between this shady corporation and uh, and our Jet Jaguar team. Oh yeah. Uh, eventually, uh, the so the Jet Jaguar team meets a uh. A, Meets one a young uh, woman who, so, a grad student who's interning uh, yeah. with the Shady Corporation. As a little side note, the Jet Jaguar team is what also brings Jet Jaguar so much personality is that they're like a sh- they're kind of like a, a rundown like mechanic company. <laughs> so two of the main characters just work for that company. Yeah. So it's great, but uh, yeah, that's what the Jet Jaguar team is. It's like the mechanic people. And then there's but so. They know the grad student girl, uh, and uh, one of the uh, sh- one of the uh, mechan- Jet Jaguar team uh, went to high school with her, mm. and then the uh... oh no, your favorite. I have to mention now that the grad school girl has an AI friend she gets in the first episode who, because I will not deign to speak that little fucking turd's name, I will refer to as Poop Poop 2. That's close to what it is. I'm trying to remember what it was. <laughs> I I know it, but I'm not going to say it. It's Poop Poop 2 as far as I'm concerned. Pelops 2. Poop Poop. It's Pel- Poop Poop. Pelops Poop Poop is the most grating fucking thing. So, like... <laughs> I think this is Nolan's Manila. <laughs> so most characters that people find really grating, I don't. Like, you know who my favorite Flintstones character is? Is it Dino? It's the Dino? Great Kazoo. Oh my goodness. You know who my... Is this a confession? <laughs> no, because I have not sinned. The Great Kazoo <laughs> is... Tell me your sins, amazing. child. <laughs> okay, one, one down. Yes. you know who i love in star trek the next generation wesley crusher you know who my favorite member of the scooby-doo fucking gang is scrappy goddamn do (laughs) two sins (laughs) i love all of them all of them I like Manila. I've come around. I know I was harsh in the Manila episode, but I've come around on Manila. I like him now. Fucking give me more Manila. But poop poop too. I will strangle that AI with my two bare hands. That annoying goddamn fucking robot. Its voice is grating. It's got comedy bits that fucking don't land ever, and they're extended, and it's its entire personality. It's just comedy bits that aren't funny. I cannot take this robot. (laughs) The producer has come in to intervene. (laughs) He says, keep it down. We gotta keep this pull-ups two fans happy. But yeah, other than that, I really like it. <laughs> I don't mind Pelops too. I don't. I don't. You mind Benedict him. Arnold, motherfucker. 
You Judas if Iscariot. You, if you during put my the Manila, knife in my back, Brutus. <laughs> I'm putting it right in front. I don't care. I think Pelops two is fine. I don't like them, but they're fine. They're a cute design and they're well animated. They take up thirty percent of every episode. Thirty <laughs> percent. I will give you that. The extended uh, text message GIF marathons are quite grating. Oh god, that's a some of the expedition exposition. I will say that overall, this series is very well animated. Yeah, it is amazing looking. Yeah, it's gorgeously animated for most of it, but you could tell that sometimes they want to keep it simple on the budget. So occasionally, our producer is playing with a dog toy right now. <laughs> And he accidentally smacked his own cage and is terrified of the cage now. <laughs> yeah. So, um... I don't mind uh, Pelops 2, but there are moments in the series where, to save on money, they'll just have an extended sequence of just text messages back and forth between the two characters, or two of the main characters, the, the white-haired mechanics guy and the grad student girl. And it lasts for like three minutes straight. I'm gonna even forward a couple times. It's long. It's long. Yeah, they're long conversations. And they're going so fast that I can hardly keep up with what's going on. Yeah, especially since I think Netflix had a did not make the right decision in making the subtitles like white. Yeah, and when you're on these phone scenes, they're on a white background, which Netflix does a nice thing with shading where Usually you can actually make out what they're saying on a white background easily enough, but not when they're going that fast, because it takes a second to register. Yeah. I will say that overall, I think the series can struggle with techno babble, yeah. especially with the grad student girl. And I think that's one reason why, Nolan, you're not a fan of Pelops 2, is because on top of that, on top of the, you know, what you find to be annoying, they're very very um exposition heavy scenes and they'll go on for a bit and it's like okay and i know that she's a i think that she's gonna start having important things to do in the second half of the series but i feel like it's a lot of build up to get there yeah but yeah so that's episode one uh P pelops too uh he's the a they're the oh AI. and episode one ends with uh uh they're showing off jet jaguar at a fair and uh uh-oh, wait, what's this? A Rodan? Coming in. Pow. And then the end credits shows uh, to one of the coolest endings of that in the episodes. Yeah, is uh, so the Shady Corporation has one of the Shady Corporation guys being led down by another Shady Corporation guy to their basement, in which he has no idea what he's about to see. And it's revealed to him. The skeleton of what we're later allowed to deduce is the original 1954 Godzilla, who died, uh, as we all know, from an oxygen destroyer. So, end of episode one, the bones of the... 1954 Godzilla, baby! Killed yeah. by the oxygen destroyer, made by Dr. Sirizawa. Oh yeah, so then episode two, and that's where episode one goes, we go... I already, I looked over to Nolan and I said, you know, let's wait, I'll, I'll bring that up at the end of our episode breakdown, but episode two begins with right at that fight. battle. Yeah, with that fight, that fight happens, uh, so, uh, Jet Jaguar gets his shit wrecked. It's great. Uh, our main character, white hair dude with a, uh, wrench, uh. <laughs> is able to do some damage to Rodan. Uh, then uh, Jet Jaguar does more wrecking uh, sh shit. Uh, then uh, Rodan gets hit by a truck by Mr. O, sending Sick, Mr. Dude. O to the hospital for a bit. But it's by the end of the episode, he's out. And yeah, fine. he's fine. Um, in the meantime, they're trying to figure out. They're trying to cipher uh, the signal. Like, the radio call from episode one. Oh, we didn't mention the radio call. Yeah, so episode one, the the first, the sort of inciting event is uh, they pick up a weird radio wave that's later found to be, like, an ancient Indian, like, Indi song from India. Which, we'll talk about what I think that is. Yeah, we haven't figured that, it hasn't been shown it, yet what Yeah, we is. haven't been shown what it is, but it, it's the Peanuts, Mothra is incoming, it is the twins, it's the yeah. Psychic Twins song. 
It sounds eerily similar to the song of the Psychic Twins. Yeah. They're showing up, and Mothra is showing up by the end of the season. I think could it, be, it could be the case. So then, um, yeah, episode two is they fight. You know, get, the Rodan gets hit by the truck, but it's not down for the count. And then it starts flying up in the air, and then all of a sudden it just dies. Has a heart attack like, and falls. Yeah, yeah, heart attack in the middle of the air. Falls down, dies. The, you know, the whole world knows about this now. Like, what the fuck is that thing? Try to figure it out. We then get a lot of conjecture from people, and a uh, we get a little fun uh, exposition scene between grad student and poop poop. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, the fellas start rebuilding Jet Jaguar and meet their new co-worker, uh, who I don't think they've ever said her name. So we'll just call her Hot Goth Chick. Alright, that works. Yeah. And, uh... Then the episode ends with a bunch of sailors are out fishing. Mm. When... One Rodan leaps out of the water and takes to the sky. And they're like, oh my goodness! And then it's and not then the only we, one. we get a little Wizard of Oz... Flying monkeys! Not flying monkeys, but... It's like the flying monkey scene with a, a bunch of Rodans. Just, like, like dozens of them, if not hundreds. Yeah. And then that is where episode two ends, and they're flying towards the Japan. Yeah. Then episode three is mostly taken up by all the characters trying responding to the siege of of their Japanese city uh, by Rodans. There's and so many of them. Event, and uh, so just like not even able to fight back it's all just about survival yeah like they're stuck in um like the their bus they're dry they're uh riding gets attacked by them they have to hide in like is it like a gift shop or a bathroom or something yeah. and like one of the coolest looking shots in the whole show so far oh uh, yeah the, it's, it's try, a rodan trying to get in at everyone while they're hiding in the garage and, and it, it's just a close-up of its eye in peering through yeah, the door through like this crack in the door and it must have been a different model of rodan because that was an extremely detailed eye yeah and i'm like that it's like one of the best looking cg shots of the show but yeah so no one is personally taking out any rodans in that fight except for poop 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 woo poop poop too uh inhabits the form of a robot and goes and Mercs one, just Mercs like it's like band. it it uh, hijacks one of the smaller robots that uh, the Jaguar crew has, one of the bit smaller yellow ones that has a single arm to like, grab things, and just drives off and then just like grabs a Rodan by the leg and then like brings it to the ground, and the whole thing is they retrofitted their little motorcycle thing, the Jet Jaguar group, to uh, you know shoot out a signal. That sounds like a Rodan scream, and their hope is to drive the Rodans out of the city. So once they, oh, they actually. Um, so that bike that they've retrofit the signal for, gets wrecked uh, during the thing, and they have to figure out a way to do it uh, without it. And they no, it make bottle it, rockets. Well, it doesn't get wrecked. It's just occupied by the Rodans. Yeah. And it's like being covered by them. It's like, what do we do? And they figured out that... We're in Rodan-occupied Tokyo, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So they figure out that cutting a, a, a plastic bottle in the right shapes, like the right size holes, from like the AI, the guy has to help him out. He's able to shoot an arrow with the with the rocket, the, the bottle at the end. And then when it's, you know, going through the air and shooting through the sky, it makes the sound of a Rodan call. Which drives them away. And so far, it's one of the coolest ways to get out of that situation. Yeah. So they use that to get in the motorcycle. And they drive just straight out of the city. Driving all of the Rodans with them. And then all the Rodans die of a heart attack again. But it's longer this time. And then we get some downtime of like, what just happened? I'm not sure. Why are they dying? Uh, Who knows? Why did they change appearance? And here's where we get the evolution thing, where mm. in the show, evolution works so that these creatures can willfully 
control it and change their bodies. Not like change their offspring, but change their bodies. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's not how evolution works. You can control evolution to an extent in the real world, but that's just, you know, called not having sex with gamers. So, uh, but... Natural selection, if you would. <laughs> but, the uh, most oppressed group. Gamers rise! <laughs> gamers must adapt to take over the surface world. Bunch of fishermen are just out at sea, <laughs> and who goes by but... Hundreds of gamers <laughs> flapping their arms. Now they have like propellers on gamer chairs. <laughs> <laughs> we need help. <laughs> I forget what happens in episode four. Okay, so I oh, episode three ends with a uh, oh we military submarine. Uh, yeah, military submarines out there, uh, and it, it gets an unknown signal that doesn't know what it is and then like the the godzilla theme starts playing and that's when we first see uh the current model of godzilla the big red one yeah so it was cool um it was kind of weird and then while this is happening the grad school girl is like trying to solve some science mumbo jumbo related to like the when the when the rodans are flying around they shoot out like this red mist uh, well, I think it's called Red Mist, right? Yeah, it's called and Red Dust in Red the show. Red Dust in the show. And the theory could be that they're trying to make Earth more like wherever they're from. It sounds like. Trying to make... Yeah, the, they're trying to terraform. Yeah, so then they're more comfortable. And that's why they're able to live for longer, too. So, that's happening as well. There's like a really long scene where the grad school girl is trying to solve a password for something. That's episode four, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's episode four because that's when she goes to Dubai on her way to meet the uh, the sci- the Chinese science lady. Okay, so yeah, so episode three, I think that was um, for the first three episodes, I think that was like where things really started picking up. Yeah. Where I thought it was gonna be more slow going, where it was gonna slowly drip feed these kaiju until Godzilla shows up at the end, but no, it's like pretty fast paced yeah like we were not bored during these episodes it was like i mean i think a certain one of us was not happy when certain characters appeared (laughs) but um it was not because when we were watching we're gonna compare this a lot to the godzilla anime movie we saw this is so much better it is like that movie was just boring like i was checking my phone every like 10 minutes in that movie but for this, I only use it to take notes. There like, is no poop poop in the Godzilla <laughs> anime movie, though. I will the, give it that. The visual style of the seer, of the singular point is so much better, though. Yeah. Like, it's a lot simpler. I there guess visually much... in uh, Planet of the Monsters, everyone is poop poop. Yes. <laughs> so it's annoying. But yeah, um, that's episode three. And four, we kind of just covered four. Not Ooh. much. Not much happens in four, because four, was four like, is set up for a. We get a brief flash near the end, of a, a park ranger gets attacked by Angiris. which was so sick. Angiris looks so good. Yeah, but that's like one shot, at yeah. the, near the end. Episode four is a lot of exposition about like what red dust is and how it's like some next uh oh, generation material and learning thing. that uh these dinosaurs these uh learning that the uh monsters are working on tenant rules they're going yeah. backwards in time and they're also trying to i guess this is where the serpent monsters show up yeah we get a brief glimpse of serpents yeah of what what their names are i don't remember but uh the mandas the mandas yeah they look pretty cool like, like panda but with an m yeah like big old eels that was pretty nice but they don't show up for the rest of the episode but um yeah, there's a lot of things about Rodans and their strange red dust, and how they're like looking better. And then, yeah, F- five and six are pretty much one epi- one extended fight scene episode. So we're gonna talk about those together. I think. Yeah, episode four was just sort of like a come down from that episode three. Yeah, just trying to explain what the hell was going on. And then and five and six is literally just. Together, an hour-long fight scene between first uh, the uh, mil- first a bunch of military people 
and other assorted like townspeople from Jaws kind of people mm, versus uh, the Mandos. Try, trying to take down uh trying to take down Angiris uh on a golf course. Oh, yeah. And then the second half is a of the the second half uh, episode six is Angiris versus uh versus Jet Jaguar and mm. features Jet Jaguar uh grabbing a whaling harpoon and using it to shoot Angiris in the heart and later shoot Angiris in the head, killing it. Yeah, and that was sick. But while this is happening, they introduce this these new shady corporation that has like a giant like cavern of this red dust. Yeah, it, I think it's the same shady corporation. I think it's just It's the same one as the Godzilla yeah. Bones? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so they get a cavern of the dust, and mm. in that cavern, they've got a problem in that they've got a, a kaiju that's trying to get out. Salunga pops in. Yeah, Sarunga. So, yeah, that one. Sarunga. That is so far the only one that is um, definitively from Singular Point as a new monster. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. We discussed what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so, that's five and six. Uh, then, uh, seven. Well, the interesting thing about Angiris and in five specifically is Angiris was, I thought Angiris was a good monster because in the scene where the Jaguar guy, the two Jaguar people like show up to find, they find Angiris and Angiris doesn't attack them. They're, he's just like, Oh, what's going on? And then he only starts getting agitated when a hunter shows up and shoots him, and then Angiris' sick power of, like, reflecting the bullets comes in. But and like, even the, Angiris takes every attempt it can get to get away from everyone. Yeah, else. like, there's a shot where, before Angiris gets shot again by the harpoon, it gets shot once, and then it comes down, looks like it's dead, and then, like, the dipshit mayor guy walks up and's like, Oh, Luke is great! Uh, he's dead! Yay! And then it's one of the coolest shots, because in the background you see the eye open yeah. of the Angiris. And... There's so much time that that Angiris could have killed that guy. Yeah. Like, it wakes up, it's like, ah, like, starts, like, shaking around and, like, attack, like yeah. yelling and roaring. And the mayor is, like, right between his feet. Yeah. And he doesn't do anything. And I'm like, he's not a bad dude. And then he gets killed. And I'm like, I'm sad. <laughs> like, yeah, which I'm wondering if that's going to be a developing thing, a kind of shadow of the colossus kind of thing of we're killing these monsters but are they really trying to hurt us rodans are <laughs> every rodan after the first rodan yeah but the first rodan like doesn't attack people until he gets fucking clocked in the face by jet jaguar i mean who knows it's possible but yeah so then episode seven uh is another setup episode but a bit more exciting because two major things happen one, Godzilla arrives in uh, the canals of... I don't think... No, it is Japan. It is Japan. I don't know if it's Tokyo or not, though. There, but it's, I think it's actually Osaka, because... I think it's like Japan's Bay or something. Yeah, uh, Tokyo Bay. Yeah, yeah it's so to it's Tokyo. it is Tokyo. And he he's wreaking havoc, fighting the Mandas, when... Uh, oh, yeah. It's and, not even close. Like, <laughs> and But in that time... Uh, they're prepping up the new Jet Jaguar, and the new Jet Jaguar, uh, they they take uh, one of Angiris's horns from its corpse and make him a spear and fit up Jet Jaguar so he's now run on AI. Mm, that's not poo-poo to Nolan's yes, glee. Thankfully not. <laughs> but uh, And then he's uh, like... They end the episode with... We're gonna go hunt Godzilla. And that's where it ends. That's where we have to leave people. Yeah. No one's gotta go back home. We, we can't watch anymore now. That's but where we have to stay. Also in the episode, we get one of our old friends of science. One of the greatest scientific inventions of the 20th century. Being used to kill, uh, Sengura. Yeah, it uh, heavily looks like the Oxygen Destroyer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the Oxygen Destroyer. But so they drop the Oxygen Destroyer into the Red Mist vat, and 
it causes the red mist to like freak out and make a bunch of like mistsicles. Yeah, like it, it hardens it into crystals that like stab through Sangris and like kills it. Yeah. So yeah, that's not everything that happens, but that's pretty, pretty much everything. Pretty close, and then like yeah. the you know by this point, I'm pretty sure the the grad the grad girl had like figured out what's up. And, like, I guess the shitty corporation's gonna hunt her down or something, because she figured it out. I guess so. Um, yeah. I'm not invested in her plot. Yeah. Poop Poop is in her plot too much. <laughs> well, it's not quite that. It's just... Yeah, episode seven was... I, I think uh, our producer, Jasper, just chose to be in, uh, engaged. Jasper! There you go, sweetie. So, yeah, so... Uh, let's move on to Make It Gritty and wrap this uh, long yeah, episode our... up. I think we can, uh, let's talk about overall thoughts so far first. Overall thoughts so far, it's, it's good. Hmm. It's not my favorite Godzilla thing we've talked about by a long shot, but it's good. It's, it's not like I, I don't regret signing up for this project to watch, uh, in the way that I have some other ones. Uh, the Godzilla anime trilogy? Yes. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so I, I liked it a lot. I mean, not a lot. I liked it. There's cool aspects. I, there are a lot of fuck yeah moments, but uh, anything with Jet Jaguar is fucking gold. But yeah, it's a bit too plot heavy for my uh, taste. A lot of a lot of plot threads to follow without a lot of time to dedicate to them. Yeah, like I didn't even realize. I guess the Shady Corporate is the same one. They yeah. kind of just. It's a lot of stuff right now. Yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of things to follow. I feel like, you know, it's a Godzilla thing. You can safely just kind of tune out when they're talking about the jumbled sci-fi stuff yeah. with the grad student girl. But like, it is a good amount of it. Yeah, it's not a tiny part, and it's like okay, okay, okay. I'm starting to I'm starting to get a little lost here, and then all of a sudden, boom! Jet Jaguar shows up and it's saved. <laughs> like yeah, like I feel like we don't need this much exposition to to get why monsters are fighting and adding this much actually further confuses us yeah like i don't know if like if it's what the deal is with the whole like time thing i feel like you would probably just you could just condense it into a simpler one episode thing yeah. instead of dragging the grad students plot out for like three episodes yeah i want the grad student to just be with the jet jaguar group for the rest of the season yeah to for her to matter yeah she really hasn't, and it's, I'm like, dang. Hey, buddy. And she's, like, a pro, she gets, like, second billing in the credits, so she's... Yeah, she's gonna do something good. But, yeah, so, uh, okay, so... Yeah, I think my thoughts are similar about the series. I think that... Hi. So... I think that the next six, I think the next six episodes, because we have six left, are going to be great. Yeah. Like, I think once, like, Godzilla is in Tokyo. Yeah. The, I, I'm theorizing those bones are coming to life and it's going to be great. Yeah. It feels like there's, they really keep returning to the bones, not in really plot relevant ways, but we keep going back to see the bones. We keep seeing them. Yeah. It's gonna, something's going to happen with them. It's Chekhov's, Chekhov's bones. Yeah. So, Yeah. With that being said, uh, do you want to make it gritty real quick? I don't think we should do... We'd originally discussed doing both Jet Jaguar and Sangura. I don't give enough of a shit about Sangura to do it. But I think we could do Jet Jaguar. Yes. I think Jet Jaguar would be so fun And I gotta keep this quick here. Because um, I think this episode's been going long enough and the producer's getting whiny to go outside. Yeah. But um, I think Jet Jaguar... I would want to do a underground kaiju fighting ring Ooh. with like you know the smaller kaijus have been kidnapped by like dog fighting is the way of the past anything is the yeah. way past now we want big fucking kaijus to fight each other and like billionaires like buy up the bigger guys and one of them is like one of them is a robot that has to take on all these kaiju because it's the only robot imagine it real steel but it's godzilla yep and that's my thing my pitch uh, is going to be that uh, a little more 
experimental, I think. Okay. Go so, we really need to establish Jet Jaguar as a ca- character with power. A powerful character. Yes. Oh, no. So. No. 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 You're not going to do what I think you're about to do. You're I not going to do it. I am. You're not going to do it. I am. This has been Podzilla Kingdomcast. <laughs> Jet Jaguar is going to fuck Godzilla. It's going to be a subtle This, this has been Podzilla King of the Casters. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Podzilla King, at Podzilla C. The C stands for... He will be for, a tender lover. <laughs> Podzilla C. And um, you can follow us on our Twitter. We post updates there. We now post weekly, which is awesome. Imagine the peach scene stop. from Call Me <laughs> By Your Name, but with a smaller kaiju stop. instead stop. of a peach. Stop. And um, <laughs> we appreciate for listening. We love you. And... We will catch you up next week when we review the next episode of the next six episodes. The next six episodes. It's be I will not time. be silenced. <laughs> the next six episodes of Podzilla are going to become our of uh, Singular Point are coming next week, and we'll give our thoughts about the overall series. Listen, we'll, we'll catch you then, and we'll see you next time. And Geras is the horniest kaiju, and so this will be the horniest episode. <laughs> 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 <laughs>